This is the Home Health Revealed podcast. Hear stories from real industry leaders discussing topics affecting the ever-changing home health industry. And we are back. I am here with the host of this show, Michael Greenlee. Woo-woo. Yeah. And I'm the co-host, <laughs> Hannah Vale. And this is Home Health Revealed. All right. Yeah, so we got a good show. Uh, I mean, a really good show. In fact, I'm looking at the guy right now. His name's Josh Lenz. He uh, he's a marketing guru. He uh, actually does authority marketing, so he really tells you what to do. But on <laughs> top of that, though, this guy, um, you know, when I first met him, because we were looking for someone for marketing, and and I've interviewed I don't know how many people, and um, you know, marketing's got such a broad definition of hey, what do you do if you want to grow a company, no matter how old you are, and in terms of you know, your business. And, and I met with Josh cause he was the only one out of everyone I met with that actually brought me a plan. Everyone else wanted me to fill out a plan. I was like, I don't have time to fill out a plan. Right. And when you go to them for marketing, you need a plan. Yeah. Someone wanted me to That's do a there. SWOT analysis. <laughs> I mean, I, I did not want yes, to do there, a SWOT. There are pros and cons to you. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. That's what I was, it's like, I'm not filling this thing out. It's like 15 pages. Like, no, thanks. But you know, this, this guy, I, I tell you what, he's a great, he's a great guy. Um, honest. So, right. So, you know, we're always looking to do business with the people that we like and trust. Mm-hmm. But this guy was in a corporation. And uh, he's somewhat like me, right? We found out, hey, we're not we're not really corporate guys, right? Unemployable, really. Yeah, I think. I, I, absolutely unemployable now. Yeah, I'm unemployable too. Uh, and then he went to wood, woodworking, right? So yeah. uh, how do you? I, I don't know how you get into woodworking. Well, we're gonna we're gonna learn about that. But <laughs> but now he he is a glorified SEO genius. And, I, and when I say this, he really is a genius. I mean, the stuff he showed me and, and the way he operates is fantastic. So uh, I'll really stop talking. I do want to ask you though, how did you go from corporation to woodworking to now really just mastering the SEO? Because a lot of people only know what SEO is. Yeah. And a lot, anyways, but it's a, that would be a whole podcast in itself. <laughs> yes. Uh, how many marketers don't know what SEO actually is? Um, I, AT&T corporate world needed it because of a uh, financial situation that a business failure kind of uh, induced and uh, needed it to pay back employees and stuff like that for a little while. And, but I stayed too long and um, got kind of addicted to the great income, the good benefits, the, all that stuff. And we had five kids, you know, we, we started popping out babies and I had through number three, four, and five in the corporate world. And so it just kind of became this comfortable situation and was there eight, nine years. And the last, and the last four, I just started to die. Um, and, and what happened is I, um, 2016 almost went to punch out my manager and it was a dude that I loved and I've only been in two fights in my life and they were like in junior high, you know, so it'd been a long time since I punched somebody and, uh, and then, uh, just knew I had a problem. So I went to a counselor the next day and she's like, you're depressed and you have depersonalization disorder is what is my official diagnosis. And then, um, over three, six months of counseling and stuff like that, uh, I wanted to do woodworking whenever I retired, it was just kind of a hobby side thing. And I was like, why don't I just do this now I'm yeah. dying and let's just make a go of it. And so didn't have any money. And so I had to learn marketing myself and then six months to a year of that goes by. And I just, I like to help people. Um, and people started offering friends help and things like that. And then one of them was like, um, how much would you charge me for services? I was like, I don't know. And so we negotiated a price and it was a monthly thing. And I was like, all right, whenever I sell a table, I'm unemployed, but I just did this and I going to get money every month for a year, you know, it was like, so if I do this five times, 10 times, like 
I just show up and work. And so anyways, that's how, that's how it all happened. That was July of 2017 and I've never looked back. So yeah. you're really self-taught. Yes, very much so. And uh, I, I, I got very, very, very lucky, blessed my um, YouTube teacher. <laughs> uh, his name is Miles Beckler. Um, he uh, made a video because I was watching all of his videos every day. At that point, he was publishing at least three videos a week. Um, and and so I was, you know, consuming, 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 consuming. And one of them, he mentioned that he is, needs a writer. And so I dumbly emailed him. I was like, hey, I'll give you four articles free. Try me out. And if I suck, just tell me why I suck and what I need to improve. And he's like, cool, uh, but, I'll, but I'll pay you for the four. And he sent me money and we worked together for three years-ish. And so I, my mentor became my third client. And then, so I got lucky, blessed beyond belief. And well, it's, it's amazing how people get into what they do for life, right? I yeah. mean, like, I didn't go to school to be in the home care hospice space, right? Yeah. Uh, and here I am, and I love it, right? And yep. uh, w what I love about your transparency is uh, most people wouldn't share that story, right? Um, but you, you you take your past and you make it who you are today, and now you're, you're, you're just killing it. And, um, you know, we love doing business with you, so I'm, I'm glad you're on the show. I'm glad you shared that. Uh, but, you know, when I think of marketing, um, it has so many definitions, right? And when you're trying, when you're a company and you're trying to put a marketing plan together, there's a lot of pieces. Yes. So, so tell me a little bit, what's the basics of marketing? The basics of marketing is traffic and conversions. And so you need traffic and you need to convert those people into customers. And uh, you do that via content. And there are multiple as it's overwhelming of how many places that you can publish content and the types of content. And it's uh, the hardest post. I'm, I'm, I'm starting a new uh, equipping small businesses with a with a look with a resource in my local area. And my my post that I've been working on for like three weeks that I haven't published yet is marketing strategy because it is it is so it's so simple. But in order to cross all those T's, dot all those, those, those eyes. Um, it's hard to convey clearly. And I'm not doing a good job of it right now because, no, because it is, it is difficult, but you, uh, at, at the fundamental of it is a publishing routine. And so you, you really can achieve success with any platform. It doesn't really matter which one, uh, there's do a little bit of looking, you know, if you're, if your demographic is under 30, you know, find a under 30 platform, but stick to it on a consistent schedule every Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, whatever, just pick, pick a day. It doesn't matter and do it for three years and you'll have success. And that's, a, that's the ultimate secret. Ultimate trick is do one thing just like, just like life, <laughs> do yeah. one thing for a long amount of time and it will pay off. And that's, that's the kind of fundamental that most people just miss is they try something for 30 days, 60 days, 90 days. And all oh, that didn't work. Yeah. You see, talk about content, right? So Hannah knows I'm a horrible speller. I mean, without a spell check, I'd be lost. Uh, but content, you say you gotta have content. So mm -hmm. I'm not a great content writer. I got stuff in my head and then and then Hannah, as you know, Hannah, you you, you write it down, right? I like to write. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And that's the uh, the kind of self awareness part of it is there's three types of content. So there's the the spoken word, uh, which which would be well, this, this podcast will be spoken word. Then there's the video that, that adds another layer to it, but it's also spoken word. And then there's the written form. And so you, if you're doing it yourself, that's the first thing to learn is, is that, do I enjoy the writing process? Do I enjoy the video public speaking process? Or do I do enjoy the 
close my door, be in my closet and just talk, talk on a microphone. Um, and, and whenever you begin with one of those elements, then you can then transfer that content onto other, all the other platforms and the other resources. But if at the core begins with one method of word creation, and there's three of those. So uh, the Google, it's called Google. I call it the Google, right? <laughs> and if I had the Google in high school, I would've got straight A's because you can watch almost anything. And my kids come to me yes. all the time for math questions or something, history, right? And I'm like, I don't know, let's just Google it. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I bring that up to say this. So even if I have content though, how do I get my my page or whatever to be seen, right? Is there, do I have to have certain words that match the content? What, what, how do I do that? You have to take care of a person. Okay. And they're asking a specific question or looking for a specific inspiration, looking to achieve a specific goal, get micro, micro, micro on that sub piece. So marketing strategy, that's a pretty big one, but in marketing strategy, there's nine, 11 strategies that need to be fleshed out deeper. So I couldn't put a social media strategy and an SEO strategy and an email strategy and a review strategy. I couldn't put all all those in that, but they're, they're looking for, how do I plan craft my marketing strategy? And I give them that answer. Okay. And so that's, that's, that, that's it. You take care of one person when, for me, when I can have a specific name and a face, someone that I love and care about that's in that audience, that's, that's Googling that phrase. Like then I, then I write to them. I, I speak to them. I communicate to them. And that, that ensures that I am taking them from not having a marketing strategy to having a marketing strategy after they're done with my article. So if I want to have an effective marketing plan, how many people do I have to have? And do I have to have special people in or specialty people in certain key areas? Or can I just hire one guy or gal and they, they orchestrate the whole thing. How does that really go? Cause I mean, for, for new companies or even for companies looking to grow, right? The, the question is how do I grow? And, and marketing is a big piece of that. So what pieces do I need? Yeah. Um, advertising, I, I would say short answer is an expert in each one. Um, because you could probably lump Facebook and Google together in their, the ads. You could probably find a good enough Facebook ad guy and a Google ad guy, but that person isn't going to be an SEO expert person and isn't going to be a copywriting expert person. And so you need these, I, I want to say it's simple, but it is genuinely complex. Um, I, I, I do, especially like a, like a local business. Um, I do believe that they can do it completely on their own in-house. Um, it, it does require a little bit of ex- exploration. I, uh, the formula that I use is explore, analyze, adapt. So your first Google ads campaign that you run yourself is probably not going to work, uh, but you analyze and you adapt from that beginning launch ex- expiration. So did that answer your question? Well, yeah, no, it did. But here's, here's something that's really interesting. So I, like I mentioned, I, I met with a lot of different marketing people some within an agency that, you know, had all the pieces, some that were just, you know, specialized in, in certain areas. And they all gave me tasks to do. You're, you're the only one that said, hey, let me, let me know just a little bit about your company, right? Uh, and then all of a sudden you come back to me with, with so much data and on top of the data, then you gave me a plan of execution. No one else did that. So 
why'd you do that? What, how's that make you unique in terms of how you help customers? Um, I just threw that one out. That one wasn't written down. It wasn't no, on the no, list. I, no, Sorry. So, I, I um, want to give you a, a direct answer. So the why is because it's what has to be done. There's, there's no, there's no one size fits all. Um, you, you, you can duplicate certain fundamentals, but your, your messaging, uh, a lot of people use like value, value proposition, yeah, like that stuff. And I, I don't get into any of that junk. It's just like, who are you helping? What's their problems? And once you crack that code of what are they struggling with game over? Yeah, well, I, I, you had a general interest in us, which I, which attracted me to you, right? It, it wasn't just another deal. I mean, you, you kept communicating with us, you kept sending us information. Um, and I felt like in this process, cause I wasn't very educated in it. You were educating me as you were sending me information and, and being real detailed. I mean, you say, okay, here's what it is. Here's what it means. Here's what our goal is to get it to. Um, and, and I mean, in a short amount of time and no, no one else did that. I still, like I said, I still got that SWOT analysis to complete, which I'm going to give that to Hannah. I'm going to do the SWOT. Yeah. Analysis. Cause I love to write. Yeah. What, what, two, three, not it. Yeah. <laughs> so, so what is SEO? Everyone says this, right? What is it? Uh, search engine optimization is the official word stuff, but it's getting the, your website ranking for the specific phrases that people are searching. So, um, marketing strategy, whatever is is populating post blog post articles for those particular words phrases that people are putting into google so ranking your the things that come alongside your target audience ranking those phrases high on google so they find you all right let me let me take a stab at saying this a different way because this is how it's kind of working in my head yeah Right. So we put out our website. It has a lot of phrases that we would use in our industry often, Uh right? Home health, home health coding, home health building, some of those hashtags that you might see. We're writing those in articles. They appear on our pages. And then inside Google or the internet, any whatever search engine, there's a little robot in there, little person who's looking through your pages looking for that sequence of words, the number of times maybe it appears, how uh, it appears. And then they're saying, this is the number one thing. This is the number one page. I see all of these things on. Yes. There there, there is an element of yes, for sure. But there's a large element of don't even give a crap about it because Google's goal is to um, rank the most relevant uh, piece of subject on that topic. They, 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 they want to always be the resource because that's how they make money. So when they disconnect, when they, when they disconnect, not connecting you with the right piece of content. So all, all this to say is that Google is Google's craving crest quest drive. Currently it's been every single update has killed all of that keyword stuffing has killed all of that fake crap to rank your stuff. And, and they, they can the, the AI stuff that is coming out now is insane. Um, and they're able to read so much more as opposed to individual words. So they're reading paragraphs of text. They're reading 1400 characters of text, 4,000 characters of text. Whereas in the past it was just this word, you know, these four or six characters and then putting it all together, but it, it sees it all as a block now. And so yes, get the words on the page, but 
take care of that person, take care of that person, take care of that person. That's all Google wants to do is they want to take care of that Googler, connect them with the thing that's going to help them the most and have them not go back to Google because then Google failed. Okay. So when you that, do that, is that why Alexa knows everything I'm doing? <laughs> it's Siri at my house. Well, but have you ever just talked about something in your house? The next thing you know, you get on social media and it shows up on your page. Yeah. yeah. So Josh, are you the guy doing that? No. Okay. But, but I know <laughs> we were a guy. about to get really but, but freaked out in here. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's yeah. advertising. Advertising isn't my thing. Like I, I'm, I'm a content YouTube SEO. Guy. Okay. That, that brings me to another question. And I was going to ask this earlier. What is the difference in marketing and advertising? Well, advertising is a subcategory of marketing. Okay. So advertising, there's free reach and there's paid reach. And I would, if, if we had a video, I'd say free in quotation marks because it's a lot of energy and effort or money. Nothing's free. Nothing's yeah, free. Nothing's free. Yeah, that's true. Time is your most valuable resource and it takes a lot of time to record a podcast, record a podcast. So it's not free, uh, but anyways, but, it, but you don't have to pay to get it in front of other people. So it's free marketing. Okay. And so that's blogs, Instagram posts, Instagram videos, YouTube videos, podcasts, all of those, you, you don't pay to get them exposed to other people, but a Facebook ad or a display ad on someone else's website or a Google ad you're, you're paying. So that's advertising. And then you got billboards and all that other stuff too. Okay. Did that clarify? Yes. Question I had had. I don't know. Yeah, it's a great question. Um, so I, I want to bring this in a little bit to home health and hospice, right? Because that's kind of what we specialize. That's what this podcast is all about is really resourcing agencies with stories, with, with tips and things. So thinking about this from their business perspective, when you have someone who is in the home health field, uh, who is in the hospice field, so they own an agency, if you could speak directly to them, um, as they're trying to gain referrals, they're trying to gain some traction, be the best at what they are. How can they go about putting together kind of a marketing strategy from your perspective? Um, SWOT analysis. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Besides the SWOT analysis. It, it's just consistency. Like pick, pick a platform, pick networking, SEO, Facebook, whatever. Pick any platform. Just one? Uh, in the beginning. Okay. If, if you're DIYing it. Okay. okay. And cause you only have so many hours in ten, the day, ten hours a week, maybe yeah. to put into this. Um, the most valuable would be blogging. Absolutely. Cause this is a pretty much a need now thing. Like, like there's not very much, how do I, maybe a little bit, how do I choose a home healthcare agency, that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. But, but they're like, I need a uh, home health agency and they put that in their home health services, home health. And they put that into Google and then Google shows three, three local people. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's Google my business. That's free. Like just do that. I uh, wrote a post on that. We can link to it in the show notes or whatever, but set that up. And then your website can rank on the top of those for those buying phrases. So, and all that's going to be through blogging. So put 10, hour, 10 hours a week into blogging for a year, two years whatever you're going to get crazy, huge traction. And the kind of a thought I had whenever you mentioned about the word thing, um, there's a free Google tool. It's called Google search console. And so whenever you, um, 
subscribe, set up that. You just put in your email and hook your hook your domain and verify your domain and stuff. It's really easy. Like over if you if you blog when you blog over three six months, you just click around in there. Google's going to give you all the words, all the words, and you can click on an individual page and just stick those. If you may not be talking about these words, but Google knows that you're talking about those words. Then you put those words on your page and like elaborate on that word a little bit more. Like you're doing your own legit SEO when you look at Google search console data and stick those words on your page and make sure you answer that question and stuff like that. So, so Hannah, you like to eat. Yeah, I do. You believe in food. I love food. And you know, when you're, you're picking a restaurant, right? I tend to like to pick the restaurants that are unique and sometimes like maybe even like what people would call like the best kept secret or some people call like the hole in the wall, but it's like the best food, right? Yeah. Use that when I'm talking about marketing, right? Because there's a, there's some big marketing firms out there. And I, I tend to find that some of the big marketing firms, not all of them, but, but some of them, they water down kind of what they do, right? Um, you know, just like you'd make the same ingredients and you make, you know, 17 pancakes, I don't know. But, but tell me, what, what's the difference if, if I'm looking at, at starting a marketing department or if I want to expand, what's the difference between working with an, an agency type environment versus maybe working with someone on an individual basis that really understands your business? Uh, very significant. Um, the, a marketer can catch your vision, but they can't convey your culture. And, and I, I would add to this, like using them for kind of expertise, but you doing a lot of the work, like at least being very, very hands-on in the work and even creating a lot of the language, um, they're, they're going to do tweaks to your copy because there's some science art things that, that, that you need that you probably don't know, but like there's stuff that you're going to say that is that they're not going to be able to find out by Googling. And so the, uh, benefit is that you're going to be the smaller, the more in-house, the more it's going to completely connect better with who you are and who you want to connect to and talk to and very few large places can grab that. They can. Well, it seems like too, again, only ones I'm talking to. So or I've talked to, they really can't tell you how much time they're going to spend. Right. So they typically want a retainer, you're paying this fee, but you're like, all right, so how much time are you really working on this, right? Because if you got all the pieces, uh, I still find that they outsource. They say they have all, but they have an outsourcing firm that they use. But how, how do you how do you look at how much time they're spending on your account to know, am I really getting the value of what I'm paying for? And how's that measured in your in your world? Yeah, uh, it's a hard question to answer. You can't really look at their time, um, but you can look at their deliverables and you can look at your it's, I mean, if, if they don't set up goal tracking and analytics or whatever, like pay someone to do that, just hire someone on Fiverr to set up goal tracking and analytics. And, uh, you know, you have data that shows you stuff and they hopefully would at least send a monthly report of here's what we did and 
here's the growth on this page or the growth with this ad or this many clicks or whatever. And there's call rail. That's a really simple thing to install on your website that tracks your calling numbers and even records your calls and stuff for you. So you can get pretty good insight into your secretary, how they're doing. <laughs> yeah. So in other and, words, you need to know you're doing business with someone you trust because they're going to provide you with the data knowing that you're, you're getting somewhere, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, otherwise I'm going to have a hand is writing a lot of content. I don't know where it's going. Yeah. Cause you're and, a good content writer. But one of the things that he said that I feel like is such a connection piece is um, you, you could hire this huge firm, but bigger is not necessarily better. Now I'm not, we're not knocking any, any big firms necessarily, but you have to have somebody or a company who's really willing to drill down and get to know the culture of your company. Yeah. Because, and, and the best people to portray that are people from within the organization who really are on fire for the vision can really go after the content that truly reflects the heart of the business. Yeah. Yeah. One of, one of my buddies is um, growing a very large <clears throat> insurance company and he was showing me that his uh, eight week training that he's creating for his new salespeople and like a third of it is culture. Has to be. Like he's like, this is who we are. 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 Like it just, it's a, such a deep thing, a nuance that can't really be picked up until a, a while. And from so. my view, home health agency owners, people who work in home health, everybody from the top and the reason they got into it down to the home health aides who are out there doing things, right? Yeah. Uh, working with the patients. There is a huge heart yeah, behind what people do. Um, the reason it was started, the story of the owner, all of those things, they're so important to portray and really get out there. Because when you're looking, when I have a loved one and I am looking to have them taken care of, I want to know that those people really are going to do what they say they're going to do and they're really going to care. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, probably a 97% of the people working in it is are incredibly beautiful people as opposed to like a normal other job where 60% of the people are beautiful or something like, like I, would admit the, <laughs> I love those analytics right there. I don't know. I, I tend to think that of myself. I, my wife may disagree, but you know. so, so from the standpoint of an agency, when you're thinking about a marketing budget, do you always recommend a percentage? Do you give, what do you give an agency as guidance or company as guidance for how much should be funneled back into marketing? Well, the standard answer is seven to 8% of your revenue. Uh, that's the standard answer. Um, but you may need to do a little more of that, especially in the beginning, because there is a lot of testing and a lot of growing. I mean, it depends on how fast you want to go as well, how fast you want to go as well. But that's, I would ask an accountant other than a guy that sells marketing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because more is better, right? Yeah, like 50% of, 50 of revenue. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. How, how much does experience in an industry matter? For example, we, we get clients ask us all the time, how much experience do you have in a certain EMR, right? Well, even though we do business in probably, what, 15 to 18 different EMRs, EMRs. I mean, at the end of the day, they're really hiring us for the service, the expertise of what we do. The EMR is the easy part to learn. But in marketing, 
it seems that people want to know, okay, are you experienced in home health and hospice? So, you know, talking to the audience here, does it matter if you have experience in home health and hospice? I, I, I don't think so at all. You know, it, it, it may even be better to pick someone that's, because they're going to have to ask a lot more questions. Yeah, get down the nitty gritty, right? To, to like learn. So it's. Yeah, it's kind of like Maddie, my daughter, her golf coach, right? So he'll have like three lessons before Maddie. And then I find out they're training on the same thing, you know? And I'm like, well, what? I mean, Maddie needs, you know, she needs help chipping. You yeah. know, she's a bad chipper, right? Yeah. Yep. So uh, it, it kind of relating to that too, right? If you, they just kind of maybe do the same thing versus. Yeah. Not, not a blanket answer. Yeah. But, but uh, just, I mean, culture is one of your few key differentiators that you don't have to fake. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, and you don't have to make up, make up the copy for it. It's just, this is, this, this is it. And I think it's one of those things that if you're not training on it and you're not putting that message out there within your company and outside of your company, it's going to get defined for you. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Well, you've been a great uh, guest. We really appreciate you taking time to, to come over here and, and share with us on the, the podcast and, and to, to all our listeners out there. We, we appreciate you. But before we go, we got to ask one final question. Ready. Who really created the internet? <laughs> I don't have a clue. I, I do not have a clue. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. What, what's the one thing that you would, you would tell the audience when you're looking for marketing? Here's the one, here's the one thing. Uh, hire on a, um, so marketing is a, a pretty deep relationship. And, and if you, if you don't enjoy working with a person, then like you're going to hate the phone calls and all that kind of stuff. And so like, like it's, it's a very, very relational thing. And, and so to begin with uh tasks based, so like, like short deliverables. So like create me, I don't know, five Instagram images, something to that extent. So like, like, like very test them out before engaging in like long-term things um, and see how they deliver on those handful of things and how, easy they were to work with, uh, with your personality and just all, all the things. Cause if it's adding stress to your day, there's a whole bunch, whole bunch more out there. And that'd probably be, especially with five kids. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, they, and they might not, they might not like you, you know, <laughs> like it, and that's a great thing to know. Uh, well, Josh, we appreciate you so much for, for spending time with us, uh, and, and join us next week. Because uh, we're gonna we're gonna be talking about choosing the right software, right? Yep, Which right. is critical. So uh, that we got a great guest coming on, uh, Kristen from CanTime will be talking with us about that, and uh, we look forward to that show. Josh, thank you so much. Hannah, sign us off here. All right, this is Home Health Revealed. I am your co-host Hannah Vale, and you are uh, Mike Greenley still today. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Have an awesome week. Thank you guys.